All right, again, I'm back with your next 820 urgency meeting. The next 500 seconds of resilience. Let's jump into this. I'm going to try and provide to you a, again, as best as I can on this recorded podcast and with your indulgence to download and spend time with me to listen to this. I'm going to try and give you a visual description on this topic I'm going to go over today. I try and do my best. I might end up a little short on this, but I'll give it my best shot. The topic for today is happiness or fun. Happiness or fun. In that, I'm going to, as best I can, in a very short period of time, Discuss the pursuit of those two things, happiness or fun. And in doing so, with the limited time we have together today, I'm going to try and touch on the opportunity cost or the opportunity lost in the pursuit of happiness and fun. So I'll try not to confuse you with a lot of words and new definitions and new descriptions that might be different, but uh, may have to go into a part two on this one, but let me give it a shot. So in trying to apply this discussion today in your journey, consider this fictional or newly created model in my head and from my heart. Uh, I'm going to call it SAS. SAS. Not the fancy uh, software algorithm and development firm that does, you know, software development and I think uh, CRM stuff. But my SAS is study, application, and success. So whatever I describe to you, either in the book, Resilience, The Beauty of Presence, or in his podcast, it really is coming from that perspective from me on, I'm asking you to listen to this, study it, try and give it an application in your life, and then lead it, or hopefully it leads to another level of success in what you're doing. So given that, I'm going to try and give you a quick, as best I can, on this recorded podcast and your indulgence to listen closely and hopefully I can enunciate it properly that you can follow me. Let me give you two examples about the pursuit of happiness or fun. Keep Try this in your head, in your mind. Picture a clock. At 12 o'clock, put the word stimulus. At six o'clock, put the word response. So clockwise from stimulus to response, draw an arrow from 12 down to six. And then similarly, clockwise from response to stimulus, another curved arrow. But right there, let's say between 10 and four, and that same clock, draw a straight line from 10 to four like a slash. That line, I'm asking you to consider that as 
your presence. That thing called presence that I've been talking about, writing about, describing, I'm trying to give you that visual example about whatever stimulus occurs to you, before you respond, insert your presence in that process. And similarly, whatever response you provide to that stimulus, before you enter into the next stimulus, going from the stimulus at six up to the stimulus at 12, you're still using that presence line as call it the way station to make sure that you're maintaining that presence, that resilience all throughout any instance or trouble or even success that happens in your life, maintain that presence. Second example, similar diagram. Now at 12, put action. Draw clockwise a curved arrow down to six o'clock. Now is reaction. And then again, from reaction clockwise back up to action, another curved arrow back up to action. And again, say from one to seven, draw a straight line in that, that diagram. That straight line again is representing your presence. So whatever action is brought to you or you, you, you experience, before you react, use that line between those two areas of the clock, between action and reaction, as your presence. Make sure you use that as the measure before you jump off emotionally or rationally and do something, checking, checking with your presence first. So yes, in the book, Resilience, The Beauty of Presence, I'm trying to describe that as best I can, you know, that in front of you, you know, from my mouth to your ear right now, to give you those examples of how to visualize the currency of your beauty, the currency of your presence. So when you realize your message and purpose, the work you do, the action you take can turn into fun, a pleasurable experience that you look forward to repeating. And just tease that out a bit further in this podcast today. Ask yourself these questions. What do you like to do? What do you do well? Those two questions should guide you to what drives you forward, to what you have fun doing, and the work. Or, as I think, as Jesus mentioned, in that case, the work you do becomes easy. When you can identify what comes naturally to you, what you enjoy doing, what you do well, it no longer remains as work. It becomes fun. You enjoy it. It brings service to yourself. It pays respect to your essence, to your creator. And then the service you provide to others becomes more digestible, enjoyable, and received well. So again, please 
enjoy, hopefully can enjoy this description and perhaps apply this to your fate and your journey. Remember, study for application and then for success as your model going forward. So please stay current, stay present, and it's still 820.